welcome to the fifth quarter podcast, episode 16. That clip, a ling feeling. <laughs> that, that one was better. I love it. Thank you. Uh, round pre, pre, yeah, round blah, 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 blah. And I stuffed that one up big time. Round previews edition. I am the excited for Friday Essendonian, Ben, joined by the Finding Some Form Frio fan, Nathan. Ahoy, let's keep finding form this week. Yes. And unfortunately, the wandering West Coaster Brent has gone walkabout, and by that I mean he's sick as a dog. So, sorry buddy, hope you're feeling better. Um, but And you're going to have to edit this all together anyway, so... <laughs> keep up the good work. Um, <laughs> Well, we're so helpful. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Feeling sick? Here's a podcast to edit. Um, as always, we are brought to you by Podcast Central and Survival First Aid Kits. If you've injured yourself while out and about or even at home, then you have two options. One, join the Richmond Football Club. Or two, buy yourself a Survival First Aid Kit. Survival First Aid Kits have customizable and personalized first aid options to suit what you need and can hold up to 1.6 kilos so you can be prepared for anything that might come your way. Listeners to the 5th Quarter Podcast are in for a treat too because if you enter 5th Quarter at checkout, that's F-I-F-T-H-Q-U-A-R-T-E-R, you get $10 whole dollars off. Yes, that's $10 whole dollars off. Say that again. A ten whole dollars off. That's fifth quarter at checkout for, say it with me now, ten, ten whole dollars, dollars off. off. <laughs> Woo! And Survival are currently having an end of financial year sale as well, where you can get up to 50% off on goods. So add the two deals together, and not only will your body thank you, but your bank account will too. So with, with 50%, you get more than... Ten whole dollars off. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I've thrown you. <laughs> yeah, just a little bit. Um, survival first aid kits. Experience the survival difference. Anyway, let's get stuck into the first game of the round. Round being round thirteen. <laughs> um, just wanted to do that because I could. Anyway, Thursday night on June. 13! <laughs> <laughs> Do you know how many goals the USA soccer team kicked in overnight? Against, against Thailand? Thailand? I do. It was 13! <laughs> Anthony Hudson got nothing on me. Uh. Anyway, there's a night game at Adelaide Oval. It's Adelaide versus Richmond. Um, considering Richmond's injuries and... Uh, Adelaide's form. Ah, oh, oh well. Um, we would probably go Adelaide on this one. Ah, uh, yes, yeah. Uh, that, I think with Koch in, I was thinking he might be good for it in his second game back. But Koch is back out again. Um, Adelaide. I mean, they weren't. They haven't been overly convincing. They were pretty good against the Giants. So based on that. The fact that they're at home again, um, yeah, I'd, I'd probably have to go Adelaide on form. Yeah, um, it, it's really hard to to see any other way. Um, I'd like to think I said this. We said this last week. 
you know, oh, you know, again, when it was up against Geelong, it was like, oh, you know, Richmond will probably go, come out firing, but, you know, Geelong will get the better of them. Mm-hmm. And we, we sort of tongue-in-cheek went, you know, well, you know, cut to Geelong blowing the whole game open. Yeah. Well, from, from quarter and, time. It was... And that's exactly what happened. <laughs> yeah. So, you would again, you'd sort of go, well, I mean, it, it surely it doesn't happen again for Richmond. Yeah. But, I mean... Could very well be. Like they're they're not playing with a lot of, I guess, confidence at the moment because I guess because of the the injuries and the particular injuries to the particular people. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I. I. It'd be Adelaide, and it would. I would have to say by at least three to four goals. Yeah. At yeah, least. I think Adelaide. Yeah. Quite comfortably. Uh, Richmond have done well with their injuries, but I don't. It's, I think it's starting to show now. Yeah, it's starting to creep up on them. Now that we're getting into the second half of the season. I mean, they lost convincingly to the Roos. They lost very badly to the Geelong. And so yeah. Adelaide could probably be the same fate for them. Yeah. Um, but hey, who knows? Knowing Adelaide, they could just blow it. Um, anyway, we'll get into the Friday night game now. Yep. Uh, Essendon versus... Hawthorne at Marvel Stadium. Um, why Marvel? I don't know, but it's at Marvel Stadium. Um, I guess realistically, it's uh, Essendon. And by how much? Uh, I say very tongue in cheekily. Yeah, I, I don't know. This one's hard, especially given that both teams have come off the bye. Um, kind of. This is probably going to play in my mind for a few games is the kind of form people have coming back from the bye. Yeah. In this case, both teams are. In some other games, just one of the teams are coming back from the bye, mm. um, with the other having just played. So this one's... I mean, we have to go back two weeks to get any read on their form, and that doesn't really tell us much because, well, Hawthorne lost to Brisbane, um, Essendon beat Carlton. So... Two games that you kind of expected to go those ways, yeah, and Hawthorne lost to Brisbane in Brisbane. Yeah, yeah, they, so, sorry, that's what. Yeah, yeah. That's partially. Like, well, I was trying to say, like, there were game, there were results you expected. Yeah. So it's not like one or the other team came out and really blew us away yeah. or performed really badly. Yeah, yeah. So on that, I'm probably going to go Essendon, given that I think they are a more talented list. Um, but uh, yeah, see, this is going to be interesting because you're going Essendon. I'm actually going to go Hawthorne. Right. Because I, as much as Essendon seems to get things back on track against Carlton, it was against a Carlton that oh, it was a terrible, terrible. Yeah, and like yes, it's a, it's been a week and they've kind of leveled up from point five to level one, um, but it was still, you know, it's still Carlton. Um, whereas Hawthorne, um. It was said on the AFL website in one of their videos. They, I think they have a little bit more of that toughness, that grunt about them. Mm-hmm. Um, and that probably comes with the experience they've got. Exactly. And the coach that they have. Yeah. Uh, not to say Wusher is soft by any way, shape or form. Is he not soft? I, I'm sure I would be cowering in fear just by how he stared at me if Wusher wanted to stare at me. Um, please don't stare at me, Wusher. Please don't. Uh but yeah, Hawthorne. I don't know. I think I, I think I keep going back to last season when these two teams play later in the year. Is, is Shield still out? Uh, I'm not sure. 
Probably should have checked. If she, okay, if Shield's out, I'll probably get Hawthorne. If Shield is in, I will be leaning towards Essendon at Marvel. One moment, please. Uh, it doesn't say Liam Shields is, is injured in any way. Oh, sorry, Dylan. Oh, Dylan there's, Shields. There's two Shields in the one game. Gee. <laughs> sorry. No, Dylan Shields should be coming back. Okay. Yeah, well, uh, Shield and Fantasia and Stringer. Should all be should oh, right. if yeah all three of them could very well be coming Ooh, back. That's which makes things interesting. That um, definitely swings me more to Essendon than I was already. Look, I'd love for Essendon to win, but I'm I'm thinking Hawthorne will have the the edge over them. Um, again, as I was saying um, last season, when Essendon were actually winning. Uh, several games in a row. And we're, pro- we're only losing to sort of teams that were in the top four. They came up against Hawthorne, and as much as Hawthorne were in the top four, they're in the top eight, and kind of they didn't beat them up, but they did end up winning by a good by about two three goals. Yeah. So I'm sort of thinking, well, both teams probably aren't as aren't in that same form this time around, but they're in similar. They're still in similar form. Mm-hmm. And just going by that, kind of have to go with Hawthorne. Here's a quick, I would, I'd like to be incredibly wrong, but... Quick bit of info for anyone that is borderline. Um, Hawthorne has played at Marvel once this season and lost. Essendon's played there three times, one, two, lost one. Both clubs lost at Marvel to St Kilda. Really? And Essendon has beaten North and Freo. And Hawthorne hasn't played there for hmm. well, quite a while. I mean, really, the only... Uh, decent team that they've beaten there, and I can't believe I'm actually saying this is actually is Frio. <laughs> no, like no, I can actually say that's, that with some that's true, some yeah. confidence now. Like, yeah, so it's it's yeah, so, yeah. interesting stat, but yeah, that, that, yeah, it doesn't help much. much, but it's food for thought. Something, yeah. Anyway, we'll move on to Saturday. Uh, mm, that will be this will be an interesting one. Gold Coast versus St Kilda. Yes. At RS, which I have, I don't even know that abbreviation. <laughs> Riverway Stadium, Townsville. There you go. Never seen that before oh, in my life. That is. You learn something new every day. That is a long trek to watch that. Yeah. Have I mean, fun. it's at least when the people went to China for the St Kilda game, they had Port Adelaide. To yeah. watch. I think it's actually. I think it might be like. It might be easier to get to to fly to China to watch that game than it will be to get to this one. Yeah. Um, this is hard. I don't know. St. Kilda coming back from China, they were woeful. They were absolutely terrible. Yeah, they were. They were. Didn't oh. help that um, their captain like, oh, went, shattered yeah, his they, ankle. They went out. They were very unlucky coming to the game. Gold Coast were competitive against North, so I'm going to swing towards Gold Coast. Yeah, I think St Kilda's sort of run of good form uh, hit a snag about a month or so ago. Yeah. And they've kind of reverted a little bit back to normal St Kilda. Yeah. Old St Kilda. Um, Had it been Metricon, I would have been more convinced with Gold Coast. Yeah. Um, It's still Queensland. Yeah. Um, That's hard. So I'll I'll probably... Yeah, I will be going Gold Coast because they seem to... They seem to be the team that's like, we just keep... 
we're getting close to another win. Mm-hmm. We just need to get that win, and it's yeah. and it could very well be against St Kilda that they get that. Yeah. Um, yeah, goal case for me. Yeah. Uh, having but then having uh, yeah, I was going to say the thing about North, but who knows who North are at the moment? Yeah. Um, moving on to the next game, yeah. Saturday Twilight Frio versus Port Adelaide at Optus Stadium. Yeah, Port Adelaide looks pretty good. Yeah. Um, if it rains as well, it's probably going to be Port Adelaide. Yeah, they've they've come over here and beaten West Coast at Optus. They've come off some really good form in China, and and they've got a very a pretty strong ruck duo in Ryder and Lysette. Yeah. Um, and Frio have lost Rory Lobb. They've got Sean Darcy coming back in, and. I don't know. I just feel Griffin Logue's going to come back in for Frio by the looks of things. And yeah, right. you can't really replace Alex Pierce, but he's a competitive player that will will do a job. Yeah. I just don't think the job will be good enough to hold Port Adelaide at bay. Yeah. To give you some idea, Brad Ebert should be all right to play after yeah. visiting a neurologist on Tuesday. Um, oh, Except you'll likely return to the SANFL if I kept reading what I was reading. <laughs> so scratch that. Um, Brad Ebert out. Brad Ebert is more likely out. Rockcliffe uh, could come back in. Um, so yeah, uh, that's I, pretty big in. Yeah, um, and with, yeah, when you got you know Rory Lobb out and yeah. a couple others out, you, you kind Pier- of yeah, Pierce and Lobb are massive outs. Yeah, P- yeah, Pierce would be a big one. And, um, and to be fair to Frio, they lost him in the third quarter and they still won the game against Collingwood coming from behind. So I thought losing Alex Pierce would be massive, mm. um, which it is probably over a longer period. But if Griffin Lowe can come in, I don't think Frio's not competing for a flag. Their window's not open right now. Mm. It's disappointing that they've lost Pierce and Lobb probably for the season. Yeah. But it means Darcy gets game time. And also Griffin Lowe gets game time. It can only be better for the team. I just don't think that's going to help them at this point in this week. Uh, no, no. I, I agree. It'll, I, Port Adelaide quite comfortably, I think, Yeah. this one. Uh, Saturday night. Here's a g- oh boy, we here's, are in for a treat. Here's a game to wrap your lips around. Oh man, I mean, this, this, should, uh, this should break all attendance records. This should... Uh, you know, people watching it on TV, streaming it, you know, everyone, everyone worldwide. Because <laughs> it's Carlton versus the Western Bulldogs. Oh boy, what a match, is what I wish I could say. Um, honestly, though, uh, Bulldogs need to win this <laughs> for their own sanity. Yeah. Um, yeah, they're kind of, they're, they're still in their little hole. Um, that they haven't really climbed out of since 2017. Yeah. Um, whereas Carlton at least seem to be trying to dig their way out now um, with a decent win against Brisbane. Yeah. I mean, if yeah, if Carlton win this one, then all of a sudden that's that's two on a trot. Holy crap! Um, and everyone kind of has to go. Well, maybe it was Brendan Bolton. Yeah. Um, but then it depends on how well the Bulldogs play, and. <laughs> just as a nice little, you know, uh, 
repetition of most weeks. Sing it along with me. Bulldogs play well at Marvel. Yes, and I think I'm not going to get carried away with Carlton on the fact that they won a game. Yeah. Um, it came Well, up. we say Carlton won. Patrick Cripps won. You'd the say game. That, yeah, that was my other point. So, yeah. they won a game heavily on the back of an individual performance that was. He's brilliant most weeks, but this was. That was it was brilliance on top of his own brilliance. Yeah, yeah. And I think the dogs, the only thing for me is what I alluded to earlier, and that is coming off the bye. Are they more? Are they re-energized or are they a little bit lax in the way they go about it? Yeah. So, I think the dogs, and if they don't win, I'm blaming the bye because <laughs> I don't think I can blame Carlton. I don't think I, I don't think Carlton will do it twice in a row. No, I wouldn't have thought so. Um... Yeah, no, Bulldogs, they have to win. Yes. There's no ifs, ands, or buts. They have to. They've got to do it. Yep. So we'll move on to the Sunday game, the lone solitary Sunday game, um, which the AFL thought would be, you know, the game for Sunday. Why? Because it's North Melbourne versus GWS. And it's Blundstone. Is that Blundstone? So I guess that that kind of made it more of a 60-40 as opposed to a 70-30, 80-20. Still tipping GWS Mm -hmm. because it's GWS. Um, Yes, they lost to Adelaide uh, at Adelaide Oval. Um, I don't think they were quite switched on, though. Watching that game, they seemed to be a little bit in second gear for most of the game. Yeah. And they couldn't just they couldn't find that finishing touch. There was so many points where you think, okay, GWS are going to click and run away yeah, with it. Yeah. But it just every time they got close, Adelaide managed to suppress it a little bit. So yeah. Giants should comfortably beat North. Sydney they, went down there, and we thought North would be yeah able to win that game given what Tasmania means to them usually in in form of wins and yeah. losses. And Sydney beat them, so greater West this is This will actually be a good test for Reece Shaw, both externally and internally, because it's sort of like, okay, fret, like, you know, this fresh, breath of fresh air, um, you know, relief in the North Melbourne rooms, all that sort of stuff, new perspectives, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. You've been able to beat uh, Richmond, who are looking <clears throat> a bit tattered, anyway. Yeah. You beat Gold Coast, same with everyone. Which... which- the Giants had beaten Gold Coast by 83 points. Exactly, yeah. As opposed to four and a half goals. <laughs> um, so this this is where you, this is where you kind of go, okay, how much have you changed? How yeah. much how much how much better are you immediately under a new regime? Yeah. Um, and I think yeah, we're definitely gonna find that out. Um, sure. if if North can get within a couple of goals. I, that's still kudos. Yeah. yeah, that's a success. Yeah, that's good for them. Um, but do not be surprised if it gets blown out of the water. Yeah, especially so. given that the Giants lost, they're gonna they're gonna need redemption going into the bye for them. Oh yeah, they won't want to lose two on the trot before having a week off. Yeah, for sure. So just to recap, you and I both going Adelaide. Yep. You uh, we uh, differ between yep. the Essendon Hawthorne one. Surprisingly. Surprisingly, I am not the one going Essendon. Yeah. Um, we're both tipping Gold Coast. Yeah. Both going Both tipping, P- tipping Port, both tipping Bulldogs, and, and both, both tipping Giants. Giants. Yeah, so Friday night's the decider. Yeah. And if forms anything to go by, Essendon will win. Um, 
<laughs> Which is fine with me because, you know, I'm either happy in my heart and not happy in the yeah, head. Yeah, exactly. Or happy with the head and not happy with the heart. Well, you'd be happier to win the game <laughs> than you would the tip. So. Well, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Because, um, you know, I'm, I'm vying for that first spot. Right. <laughs> sure. Um, I think Paul's got that wrapped up. Unless you get a nine. then oh, uh, Sorry, yeah. you get a, uh, a six. A six. And then uh, does that make it an eight? Or does that know. turn? Does it turn it into? I don't know. These are the good weeks to get the bonus yeah, points. Yeah, anyone in the tipping comp, we don't know. Brent might know, but you might get bonus points for getting six. I assume you would, but yeah, like I said, would it bump it up to eight, or would it bump it up to eleven again? Good question. If yeah. it goes to eleven, then <laughs> yeah, then <laughs> get me a six. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, more incentive to get everything right. Anyway, so that's our round previews for the week. Yep. Um, we will head into our All-Australian midfield selection. Yep. However, whilst we have been recording... Big um, dog. Big dog, Brent. Big, bustling Brenty boy uh, has actually sent us through his 2005 redraft yep. uh, that we did in the previous episode. So we'll quickly go through that now. Uh, pick one. Surprise, surprise... Is Josh Kennedy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, did anyone really see anything else happening? Pick two, Scott Pendlebury. Yeah. Pick three, Shannon Hearn. Exactly. Pick four was Patrick Ryder. Which wow. I which was yeah, that's I would have thought that's quite high up there. Um, clearly rates him. Pick five is Mark Murphy. So rates him just as well as you, I guess. Uh, he's- well, higher than me. I definitely had Prittis before Murphy. Well, there you go. Well, that, yeah, okay. Um, Brent, underrating Prittis. And you? I had Jones before Murphy. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> speaking of, pick six was Sean Higgins. Pick seven was Nathan Jones. Yep. Uh, pick eight, Dale Thomas, Daisy Thomas. Yep. Pick nine was Matty Prittis. Yep. And pick ten, he actually has, I believe, David Swallow. Yes. As opposed uh, to uh, Andrew. Andrew. It is Andrew. Oh, it is Andrew. Yeah, Andrew, yeah. That's how much I care about the Swallows. Yeah. Um, yeah, right. so, that, I mean, that's an interesting one for me. That pick 10. Yeah, Andrew Swallow. Yeah. Like, he's kind of a forgotten person. Um, I, I, I feel like... I don't know, Brent. I haven't actually asked... I, I do know Brent. I haven't... I'm saying I don't know Brent's mind at this point. I haven't asked him. I think him. Brent, Brent's mind at this point is, oh, God, make I, the pain stop. I, I think... I get a gut feeling he's left Prittis down because he didn't want to group three West Coasters so closely <laughs> together. Because I feel like Prittis is way higher than yeah, some of those guys. If, if, if I know Brent, I'm pretty sure he'd prefer... Like, he probably doesn't rate Prittis as like a top three player because he does no. his disposal efficiency, especially by foot, wasn't all that great. No. And Brent would be the first one to admit that. But... Yeah, seeing him, seeing Prittis in Brent's pick nine of the redraft, it's like that. Yeah, I would have thought you'd have him. You know, yeah, I, around I like, pick five, six. I feel least. like Pritter over the course of his career, it was a kind of player that you'd want him in every week. Whereas Mark Murphy, um, you probably don't really care if he's out. Didn't even have him in my um, pick. In my Higgins is important, but I don't think he's vital. I think Sean Higgins, I see, is definitely more of the. Uh, the the one that gets it to 
get it to for like a goal assist or mm-hmm. something like that. Yeah, but Pruno just seemed to always be very vital to what was going on. Oh yeah, if they didn't have there was a long time where if they didn't have Pritis in that midfield, they weren't winning a game. So he, if this is if this is how he actually feels, I like it, Brent. If if you are just afraid of looking like there's too much bias there, I don't think it's biased if it's fact. So Ooh. I, I think go, I think right? I think you can justify it if you wanted to put him higher and clump yeah. them all together. Well, but I, you don't have to. Yeah. Tell you what, we'll talk about this next week. Um, Why I order <laughs> when he's actually here, hopefully. Um, but anyway, we'll now move on to our mid-year all Australian midfield selections. Yeah. Um, we'll read through. Actually, we'll probably Brent's. read through Brent's first. Yeah, so we'll get an idea. Um, so he has, uh, yes, um, Bradley Hill. Uh, yeah, on the wing. Yep. Yeah, on the wing. Um, along with uh, Lockie Whitfield on the other wing on the other wing yeah. in the, and in the centre he has Lockie Neal yeah. Tim Kelly Travis Boak <laughs> and Big Bad Brody Grundy yeah that is so that's, that's a solid mid that's a pretty decent midfield I completely to be honest I completely forgot about Bradley Hill and that's really worrying me <laughs> Um, I, I so I look at this and I, I will get to mine shortly. Lockie Whitfield is 100% justified to be there, but yeah. he was on my halfback flank, so I can't have him. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I, it'd be hard hard pressed to have uh, two the same player the same on on two different. Yeah, uh, I mean he could run half half back to the wing, but I'd prefer to have an extra player. Yeah, than... I think you, you, you'd want 18 players yeah. on the park yeah, as opposed to 17. 17 yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, no, that's a, that's a decent midfield. Um, no real big surprises there. That's, this is the thing with the midfield, is that it's so packed yeah, you can't, with talent. You, you can't really go wrong. Yeah, exactly. Um, no matter who you pick, yeah. there's always, I guess, a justification for why someone over the other person. Exactly. And Which you, is which is why I went in all lesson in midfield. No, I'm kidding. But like, uh, if, I, if I was to say, which this isn't my team, but you could, you could make the case for any of the elite mids whether it be Fife or Dangerfield or someone like that, no one's going to say, oh, that's silly. Yeah. Because they're absolute superstars and you'd be silly not to have them in there. Exactly. But Tim Kelly, Lockie Neal and Travis Boak are, if not the three most informed players um, this season, they're in the top ten. Oh, for sure. For just blowing this season away. Yep. Yeah. Did you want me to do mine? Or did you want to do yours? Oh, you can yeah, you do. You can do yours. Okay, so, I talk way too much in this podcast. <laughs> so my my wing is identical to um, Brent's in Bradley Hill. He's probably been Frio's best player with Michael Walters, um, but Brad Hill has just provided so much run and um, endurance all over the ground. Um, great season so far. Mm-hmm. Uh, in the middle, oh, sorry, on the on the other wing, I will put Stephen Canelio. I thought he yeah. was going to be. A center or a rover, but the last game they played, he was on the wing, so I'm justifying it that he was on the wing. I don't know if that's every game, but Stevie Cornelio on the wing. He's on the wing now. My three, uh, my three inside mids are Lockie Neal, Tim Kelly, and Patrick Cripps. So the only difference there is I've gone Cripps instead of Boak. Yep. And my ruck is identical. It's Brody Grundy. Yeah. Um, 
was looking at someone else. Uh, Reese Stanley's been pretty impressive. Yeah. Gorn had a really rough patch. Yeah. Um, so I feel like for consistency, I had to go Grundy. To be honest, I think when I was looking, when I was doing my my selections, Brody Grundy was probably the really only the only standout ruckman. Yeah, and and the whole season, it's not like he's yeah. just. Some of them have played good games. They've had patches. Brody's been yeah. good all year. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, your midfield sounded very similar to mine. Oh, right. Um, which sounded similar to Brent's. So, you know, <laughs> it's nice and great minds think alike. Yeah. Uh, so, <clears throat> excuse me, on the wings, I had Lockie Whitfield. Yeah. Um, but I also had Andrew Gaff yeah. on there as well. Um, I think he's been playing really, really well. Uh, I'm surprised Brent didn't have him on there, to be honest. Um, but never mind. Uh, in... In the in and under, I had uh, Paddy Cripps, yeah, Lockie Neal, Tim Kelly. So identical to me. Exactly, exactly the same. And then <laughs> Ruck, obviously Brody Grundy. So, so, I so basically I put Canelio in there as I couldn't do Whitfield because I'd done him for my backs. Yeah. So our only difference is really Hill v Gav. Yeah. And obviously Canelio, but yeah, four out of six. <laughs> yeah, it's, that's not bad. That's not bad. And considering. What? Uh, so when I look at Brent's in comparison to mine, our only difference was Bradley Hill as opposed to Andrew Gaff. Yeah. And Boak as and opposed Boak to Cripps. Cripps, yeah. Yeah. So four yeah. out of six there as well. So no. it's probably probably quite telling because none of us discussed this no. um, in the lead up, and we hadn't really hinted at who we'd put in at all. We didn't discuss. We don't really talk about any of these things because we want it to be authentic yeah. and and hear it for the first time when we read it out. Keep it all healthy, fresh so, for the fifth quarter podcast, <laughs> baby. <laughs> so it's quite telling that those say four players which we all had um, I think well, at least three players we all had yeah two thirds of, yeah. of the selections were exactly, exactly the same, the same uh, without even discussing it so yeah. it probably goes to show who's which players have really stood out Yeah, even amongst the standouts they're standing out a little bit more exactly yeah so like with that being said it would Watch now as the when the end of year all Australian selections come along and none of them are actually in there. <laughs> oh, you'd, you'd, yeah, that, there'd be a there's going to be a massive cliff that they have to fall off if we lose Cripps and Lockie Neal. And oh, no, I'm Kim just Kelly. saying that the all Australian selectors will just be like, nah, these people instead. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but Dangerfield, um, because we know Dangerfield, he gives us nice cakes. Yeah, it's um, the popular vote, exactly. Yeah, uh. It would be a different look though. Lockie Neal, yeah. um, Tim Kelly and what Paddy Cripps. Yeah. It's a pretty cool looking or Travis Boak yeah. back in there. It's a pretty cool looking all Australian yeah. midfield. Um yeah, it'd be nice to see some I think it's that thing of like, you know, the new some of the newer generation coming through. Yeah. To to break open that, that midfield elite talent. Yeah. That's out there. Alright. So let's move on to brave or stupid. Oh boy. Um, yeah. So I guess <clears throat> first cab off the ring. Gold Coast versus St Kilda will have a maximum of twenty goals. A maximum? Yeah. Yeah, that's fair enough. I I think that's generous. <laughs> Could go fifteen. Yeah. Okay, brave for fifteen. Fifteen. Brave right. for fifteen. We'll go fifteen. All right. Yeah. Yeah, that's 
I, I don't know what it's going to be like in Townsville, but... I'm thinking seven goals, 12 to eight goals, 21. Yeah. Or something like that. <laughs> yeah, I'll go brave there, 15 goals. Yeah. Right. Um, I'm going to go with... No team to score 100 points this this week. No one. That's, yeah. That's including the that's, Giants against North. Uh, that Yeah, that, I'd say that's, that's pretty brave. Um... Simply because, yeah, the, the two games that I can see teams kick, at least a team kicking 100 points is the, is the Thursday night game, Adelaide-Richmond, yeah. and, yeah, the uh, North Melbourne Giants game. Yeah. All the others... I could, yeah. Yeah, you know, I mean, I could see them, like... 70s. Average 70s, getting yeah. 75, yeah. 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 Okay. And that being a, like, a winning score. 75. Oh, for sure, yeah. 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 Well, at this rate... That 35 is going to be a winning score in Gold Coast. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, Let's see. All right, how's this one? Yep. Four players to go down with lower leg injuries at Optus this week. <laughs> Give me the ratio. So. How many from Frio? How many from Port? I'm going to go three Frio, one Port. In one game. Yeah, I'll call, I'll call that, bro. Yeah. Yeah, I'll go with that. It'd, I, be, it'd be stupid if it was four Port and no Frio. Yeah, well, I mean, I, I was actually going to go, I was going to say that's pretty accurate if port, like four Port players went down because, it's, <laughs> I mean, how often do they actually train at Optus Stadium? Yeah, that's true. So, um, <laughs> Carlton... To be losing by five goals at half time, win by three goals. Yeah, win by three goals. Was this your brave and stupid last week with Carlton? I love I love doing this with Carlton. It's so good. But no, I think it actually happened. Well, I'm gonna have to go back. And yeah, right. Re- re- I'm pretty listen. sure you were. Saying <coughs> it was very. It's for close. Them losing at half time and winning the game or something. And we were just like, that's ridiculous. If that, if that is exactly what I said... I'm going to go listen to it. I am football's Nostradamus. <laughs> no okay, question. Because so, so, it's on file. It's on tape. So this if was I five goals that. down at halftime and winning by three And goals. winning by three. Brave. Because I can't say stupid because it's possible given what we've seen. Yeah. But it's very, very brave for them to do it again. Patrick Cripps and Bontempelli to... Uh, um, get oh no, that's a bit too much Crips and Bonds to get 90 disposals between them <laughs> 90 I gotta go stupid if Tom Mitchell was playing maybe <laughs> <laughs> Tom Mitchell would contribute 70% of that yeah yeah nah stupid 90 um, if I get if I if he gets it, um, that's that's 40, 40 plus from each player. Let's go with. Oh, they're not playing. <laughs> Melbourne's not playing. All right, Melbourne to lose the bye. <laughs> I was going to say Melbourne to kick more goals than they do behinds, but at least they won't kick more behinds than they do goals this week. Well, I was going to say they'll, they'll actually get a it'll break even for them this week. Yeah. so it'd be nice. Okay, how about? Um, oh yeah, yeah. You go ahead. I'll go one after that. Every uh, every single 
home team to kick more goals than behinds. I'm I'm saying that because they know the ground and the conditions. I'm still going to go stupid. Yeah, agreed. Because I can see North Melbourne bucking that trend quite nicely. Carlton bucking that trend quite nicely. And Gold Coast. Fremantle bucking that trend. Gold Coast bucking that trend. Essendon 50-50. And Adelaide probably won't. But yeah, the others (laughs) for sure. Yeah. Um, I was actually going to say no team to score more goals and behinds this round they're brave I, I, I can't say it's stupid because the way they're kicking has been my villain so yeah. the way that they're kicking I, I don't because Geelong ain't playing this way I don't rate it so, <laughs> so. I it would be a sad sad round of footy if that's the case especially for the advertisers because they don't get any ad breaks yeah um, on, gotta love them rule changes on huh? free to air but um yeah that's brave alright possible but Shouldn't happen. I think this is the most amount of brave calls I've had this season. Yeah, um, I, I just think when it's when it's something that's plausible. Yeah. And if it's possible to happen, it's it's a brave call. If it's completely outrageous, it's yeah. stupid. Like, like Frio kicking twenty goals. Yeah. Besides round one. Um. Oh, can't really do that because Essendon are playing Hawthorne. I was going to, okay, well, apart from the Essendon Hawthorne game, the other four teams that had the buys, all to lose. Uh, well, Frio, Port Adelaide had a buy. Ah, oh, yeah, right, so, that happened too. So you're saying St Kilda, so St. Kilda Bulldogs. So St Kilda and Bulldogs both to lose. And North Melbourne. Did North have a buy? Yeah. Oh, no, no, sorry, North played Gold Coast. Yeah. So St Kilda, Bulldogs to lose. Oh, that's hard because those games are the 50-50s. Um, I think that's brave or stupid. I think it's... Okay. St. <laughs> so Kilda and Bulldogs to lose. Essendon, Hawthorne, Free and Port to draw. <laughs> you stupid. Yeah. <laughs> L- ludicrously stupid. <laughs> so, hang on. How about this one? So, well, this is pretty much possibly going to happen. But... How about this? North Melbourne beat the Giants. This isn't the end of my stupid, brave and stupid. This I was going to say, because it's sounding pretty stupid at the moment. Yeah, but okay. North Melbourne to somehow beat the Giants and Adelaide to belt Richmond, resulting in Adelaide jumping to third on the ladder, surpassing the Giants and West Coast. Because if Adelaide win, they jump West Coast. But How much would Giants have to lose by in order for that to occur? Their bit. <laughs> Probably a hundred. I was going to say, if it's more than like five, like six goals, I was going to say, if it's more than five, six goals, that is ridiculously okay, I stupid. I think it's stupid. I don't, know, I don't even know if it's possible unless they win by 200 points. Yeah. Because the Giants have got a percentage of 132 and Adelaide have 112. That's a 20-point differential. But Adelaide's percentage is so far above West Coast that if they win, they jump to fourth anyways. So. Yeah. So I, could, I couldn't use that as much. That's no, that's that's <laughs> stupid. Oh, that, is, that is no, that is stupid. Um, yeah, no, nothing more to say about that one. Ah uh, man. Cool. Um, Adelaide. As 
say Adelaide. I see. More like um, Tom Lynch. Is, I think it's is Lynch, Walker, and Jenkins all playing this? Uh, I'm not sure if Lynch is playing. Oh, because he was, oh, a, he was he laid was out, out last yeah. week. Yeah. So Walker and Walker and Jenkins, I'd assume, would be playing. Okay, Walker and Jenkins to kick uh, two thirds of Adelaide's goals. Ooh. Brave, possible, but Eddie Betts would probably make you look stupid. Yeah, well, he does make a lot of people look stupid. That's his forte. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. I think yeah, I think Eddie could come up and kick even two, which yeah, yeah, he would on. probably bump up with for a couple at least. And yeah. um, Hugh Greenwood would probably pop up for one or two. Yeah. Um, the Crouch brothers, I'm sure, will contribute. So. You're allowed to say stupid. It was. Stupid. I don't. I don't know if it's stupid because on on any given day, Jenkins can do three or four, and Walker can. Probably do the same. Yeah. But I feel like they'll kick more than... What was it, two-thirds? Two-thirds, yeah. I don't think they'll kick more than eight goals between them, and I feel like Adelaide's going to kick double that, so maybe it is stupid. Okay, well, there you go. 16 goals, yeah, stupid. Yeah, they, he, he got there eventually, folks. Yeah, so I was eventually. running calculations in my head. <laughs> okay. Oh, well, well, that will wrap things up for this episode. Next week, we will preview round 14. 14? No, it doesn't have the same ring to it. Uh, but it is the last of the buy rounds. And we'll give our selections for our mid-year All-Australian Ford lines as well. So I hope you enjoy listening. And as always, enjoy that footy. Enjoy the footy. All six games of it. Woo-hoo.